Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Solo Founders Podcast. My name is Darian, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about surviving the emotional roller coaster of entrepreneurship. And I feel like this is an important topic because a lot of people who have either started a business or are running a business right now likely have experienced the the mood swings and, like I said, the emotional roller coaster that comes with the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur, especially when you don't have a team early on or you're just starting out or you're facing lots of rejection, or things just aren't going the way that you initially planned, it can be very challenging to stay motivated and inspired to keep pushing forward. And so I wanted to make this episode to kind of talk about five of the things that I personally have found helpful that I would recommend to other solo founders and entrepreneurs. By all means, this is not an all-inclusive list. This is not meant to be a solution, an all-inclusive solution to these sorts of issues, but I do think that talking about different ways and strategies of coping and just managing our emotions as entrepreneurs is incredibly important to the day-to-day. So speaking of emotions, I think that's a good segue into the first point, which is understand your emotions or being able to understand your emotions. And I think that's important because there can be so many mixed feelings as an entrepreneur sometimes. And those feelings change day to day. There can be a ton of loneliness and isolation at times, but there can also be a ton of excitement and passion and motivation, inspiration at times as well, too. Other times you might be feeling, you know, like you're your own worst critic and self-doubting and imposter syndrome can creep in, you know, Things don't go as planned all the time. Things can get very frustrating. Um, You can find yourself dealing with a lot of rejection, a lot of setbacks, a lot of things that you likely didn't anticipate, pivots. And so I think just being able to understand and separate those emotions sometimes is a very, very helpful skill in just really navigating those emotions because you can. it's easy to be overwhelmed when you're feeling such drastically different feelings all the time. Like, one day you're down in the dumps, you know, you don't know what's next. You don't know how to put one foot in front of the other. You might be missing connections or relationships or funding or, you know, there's there's an infinite number of things that you could feel inadequate in or be missing that could cause you to kind of just go into a slump or lose that motivation, lose that inspiration, lose that feeling of forward momentum and progress. And so, you know, other times you can feel the exact opposite. You can feel like, you know, you got an email from somebody or you got an opportunity, you got accepted into a program, you know, someone agreed to try your product or do your pilot or give you an interview, whatever the case might be. You know, my point is that from day to day, you can experience drastically different emotions. Some days you might feel like, everything is going your way and this is what you're meant to be doing and you're super motivated and other days you feel down in the dumps and why are you doing this and you might feel like quitting at times and so I think being able to navigate your own emotions and really understand what you're feeling is a really really important aspect of dealing with that emotional roller coaster because the feelings they will come and go they will change from day to day that doesn't invalidate anything you're feeling it doesn't make it wrong doesn't necessarily make it right either, but I think just being aware of your own emotions is a really important part of being able to navigate them. 
So understanding your emotions is like one of the big important topics that I wanted to touch on when it comes to this emotional roller coaster of entrepreneurship. So that kind of leads me into the next point, which is about resiliency and really just being resilient because there's almost no story I've ever heard of in entrepreneurship that was a complete linear path to success where there were never any dips, ebbs and flows, or times where the person didn't feel confident or felt like they were going in the right direction or that things were panning out the way they wanted to or in the timeline they wanted to. So going back to facing rejection and setbacks and imposter syndrome and doubt, those moments are going to happen for every single entrepreneur, no matter how amazing your team is, your product, your service, your idea. There's always going to be the naysayers. It's going to be pushback. There's going to be unexpected turns. And so the ability to develop really a growth mindset and learn and improve from every single thing that happens positively or negatively to you as an entrepreneur is a huge part in being able to navigate the emotions that come with this entrepreneurship ride because they're going to have to be resilient in the face of failures, mistakes, rejection, and developing that growth mindset of, you know, taking feedback and rejection and setbacks really as feedback or opportunities to learn, opportunities to grow, opportunities to improve, to make a better product, to make a better service. Those are really, really important qualities to have because if not, it can be very easy for the negative emotions to pile up on top of you. And those can really become crippling, essentially at a point when you let so much negativity, so much of the naysayers and their comments really get to you and really start to make you question yourself or really have a negative impact on your self-belief or your motivation or your encouragement or whatever it is that you need to keep going is very easy to let outsiders or naysayers really just stop you or at least um, put a halt in your your drive. And so the ability to be resilient and to really filter through the feedback and take what's meant for you, take what's productive for your product, service, or business, or you as an entrepreneur, and really filter that, hone it, and turn it into something useful, turn it into something productive. And I think the ability to do that is super, super critical because if not, I think the negative energy that comes from other people who, for whatever reason, they just, they might not see the vision, they might not understand, they might not be entrepreneurs themselves. And so for whatever reason they have to kind of go against or challenge whatever you're trying to do, it can be very easy to allow that to just take you out of the right headspace that you need to be in to keep going. And so building up this attitude of being resilient, I think is super, super important as you navigate these sorts of things, because like I said, they're going to happen. There's going to be emotional swings. There's going to be ebbs and flows, ups and downs, peaks and valleys almost every single day, if not every single week as you go on this entrepreneurship journey. So developing that resilient mindset is an incredibly, incredibly important point on this topic to me, which kind of ties into the next one, which is building a support system. And 
you know, a support system can look different for every single person individually. And I don't just mean your friends here. And I don't just mean your family here, because we all know that a lot of times your your most supportive people in your life might not necessarily be the people that you expect in the sense of it might not be your friends or family. It might not be your girlfriend or boyfriend or your husband or wife. They might not be the most supportive person, but in the face of adversity and having to move your business forward or your idea forward, you really need to have the the resiliency, again, going back to the last point, to find ways to continue being inspired and motivated and encouraged. And a lot of times I think having a supportive network is an incredibly big part of that, especially for a lot of entrepreneurs that just don't have a team early on or a dedicated team, people who are legitimately working as many hours as you as a founder in the company who are eating, sleeping, breathing the idea of the company and the vision for the company and seeing the future and trying to make connections every single day and trying to move the ball forward every single day. There aren't going to be typically a lot of people like that in your life or in your business. And early on, as a solo founder, you just won't have a a huge network of people like that. And so the ability to go out and consciously build a support system, a tribe of like-minded people who can support and encourage you, I think is incredibly, incredibly important. And these could be friends and family. I'm not saying that they won't be, but, you know, keep your options open to, you know, your peers, mentors, potentially professional help, like a therapist or a professional coach, um, a business coach. There's just so many different ways that, you know, you can build a support system around you of people that, understand really what you're going through or have been there or are currently going through what you're going through. And so I just think that being around people who can truly give you firsthand perspective on what you're going through and how they dealt with something or how they navigated a certain experience in their business, I just think that is incredibly important because you will find those conversations become more and more important as you go along in business and the challenges get harder And the more you progress in business, the less likely you'll be around people that can really relate to what you're doing or what you're trying to do or have gone as far as you. So again, that system is incredibly important because not everyone's raised around the funding. Not everyone's gotten a customer before. Not everyone has, you know, shipped and sold something before. Not everyone's dealt with the legal side of a business or even starting a business in general, right? And all the different aspects within the business that you need to be privy to or savvy at. So I think the further you go in business, the more you need to keep actively seeking out people who you can relate to and who you can share your experience with and vice versa. And when you find these people, investing in those relationships is incredibly, incredibly important. So I say that to say that a support system really should be a tribe. It should not be a a give and take type of thing or a parasitic relationship where you only reach out to people, you only set up time on their calendar, you only reach out over a phone call or over text or trying to get coffee when you need something from them. I think the idea of it being a support system really means that it goes both ways, that you both invest equally in each other. So you reciprocate whatever people give to you and you try your best, however you can, to give back to those other people in that support network or in that tribe. So 
again, if it's connecting them to certain people, sharing your personal experiences, sharing resources, sometimes giving people templates or send, sending them um, emails or links or resources that you've heard about, sending them opportunities their way that you think might be a good fit for them. There's a ton of ways that don't cost money that you can still help support other people to keep the genuine and the authenticity of the relationship there so that, again, you you build a reliable, trustworthy network of people who can relate to what you're trying to do, who have been there, who can support you, who can encourage you. And the relationship is actually built on something tangible, something authentic, and not just, like I said, a parasitic relationship where each person is just trying to get something from the other person so they can get ahead in their business, right? And those relationships go a very, very long way. It's, it's impossible to know where people are truly going in their life. So just because you meet somebody today who is just starting their business just like you, or they don't have a ton of support, they don't have a ton of funding, they don't have a ton of customers, they don't have a ton of marketing footprint or things like that. They might not even know a lot about business today, but you don't know that person is going to be in five years, six years, 10 years, two years, right? So, you know, there's been plenty of times in my personal experience where I met people many years ago in passing or at conferences or at events or, you know, around the city. And I was able to talk to them and network with them. And we stayed in touch and things like that. But these people have gone on to do incredible, incredible things, you know. And in many cases, sometimes like they achieved different heights in business that I only aspired to. Now, the great thing about that is that I always maintain healthy, reciprocative, if that's the right word there, relationships with these people. And so, you know, if I ever had a need to, you know, reach out or reconnect or get advice from them or anything, I know that the relationship was left in a great place where I gave them value during the time that we were supporting each other and they did the same for me. And so it's not the situation where if I send them a message on LinkedIn or if I send them an email or if I send them a text, people feel like, I'm using them or people feel like I only want to get something for free out of them, right? Because again, the time has been put in in years past where we've been able to see each other's true personality, true character, true, um, you know, how relationship oriented a person truly is. Do they really invest in relationships or do they use the relationships in their life to their advantage? So I just think that I'm extremely grateful for the people I have built those support systems with because now, you know, whenever I run into certain hurdles or certain walls, you know, I know I can reach out to a handful of people within my network who are all willing and able to share resources, give me insights and just overall encouragement that can really help pick you up sometimes when you hit those low points as an entrepreneur. So a little bit of a longer point on that one, but building a support system, I think, is an incredibly helpful and useful part of just dealing with the emotions that come with being an entrepreneur. So the next two kind of focus more on us individually as entrepreneurs. And one of them is just taking care of yourself. And this is something that I, I really struggle with. And in recent years, I've had to get a lot better at consciously doing. But Taking the time to step away from your business, step away from your product, to step away from your service is just as important to me as being in it and being productive. Because 
burnout is very, very real and very prevalent. And if you don't know yourself, going back to understanding your emotions, you won't really know when you are experiencing a burnout, either when you're in the midst of one or when one is creeping up on you, right? You won't really recognize the energy shift or the change in emotions, the mood swings, like just the lack of desire and willpower, like those things as they begin to creep up and fester and be on your mind. If you're not really aware of yourself, it's very hard to, to, like I said, navigate your way out of that. And that can lead to things like depression or just overall giving up or just less productive choices, less productive moves to help position the business or move the business forward. And so taking the time for yourself, whether that's, you know, any sort of creative outlet, exercising, it could be volunteering for certain things, mentoring other people. Some people like to do things like meditation and yoga, journaling and writing. There's just so many different ways that you can take time for yourself. Getting outside, go for a walk, go for a hike, you know, play with your dog, um, you know, spend time with family, spend time with friends, go socialize, go out. You know, those things are incredibly, incredibly important because you can get so wrapped up. And typically a lot of entrepreneurs have a very easy time getting wrapped up in their business, in their dream, making things happen. But again, I just think that it's important to find some sort of balance, you know, some sort of balance that helps you really maintain a peace of mind, a clear vision, and it really allows you to assess yourself, right? How do you feel? You know, are you still in a positive space to keep moving forward with this thing? You know, just really having time to be vulnerable and being honest with yourself, which is actually the last point I have here, which is taking time to just reflect. I don't think a lot of people, as they go on this entrepreneurship journey, really allow themselves the time to evaluate things like wins and losses and just to celebrate little victories because it's so easy to get focused on the big long-term picture that it can be very easy to just, you know, forget how big of a deal certain small wins really are. And without a team or other people to really encourage and support you, it's very hard to sometimes put that into perspective. And I think taking little victories for granted is a is a really bad thing because, you know, it it robs you of that sense of accomplishment and that sense of fulfillment and satisfaction and hard work because nothing happens, even small victories, without taking the right actions, the, the right steps in the business. And all of those things add up. Little victories turn into, you know, bigger long-term victories down the road, or they, potentially they can. And so keeping yourself motivated as an entrepreneur is already a challenging thing. And I think having or taking the time to really reflect on, like I said, wins and losses are is, is a huge thing because you know, losses give us a chance to really reevaluate. What did we do wrong? What could we have done better? Why did they say no? Why did this thing happen? You know, and there's just a, there's a ton to learn in both the victories and in the losses. There's lessons in both. And I just think taking that time to also reassess and just realign where you are right now and where you want to be. What are your goals for this business? What are your goals for 
this business quarter, this this month, this year, this half of the year, whatever your goals look like, just constantly checking in and being aware and asking yourself, how am I doing? And being very honest about that, you know, um, being vulnerable with yourself about really how you feel. Where is this headed? Is this the direction that you imagine going in? Is this the direction that you want to keep going in? Because it's not a bad thing to pivot. You know, a lot of startups or businesses at some point in time, they have to pivot in order to survive. And so while you might have started out doing one thing or thinking that this was the route you needed to go, taking that time to reflect and assess will really help you decide when is it the time to start thinking about other avenues, other target markets, other industries you might be able to serve, other people you might be able to serve. And so that's why I'm saying that there's there's lessons in everything, the wins and the losses, because those sometimes the losses or the wins can help still steer you in a more clear, productive direction. It just depends on how you look at it. And if you give yourself the time to sit back and really reflect on your decisions and reflect on where you are and to really make sure that this is the direction that you want to be going. This is the progress that you want to be seeing. And so those last two, taking time for yourself and taking time to reflect, you can look at them as one and the same. But again, I just think that they're important, both of them. And for different reasons, like I said, I think taking time for yourself out is important to just get re-inspired because you never know where inspiration comes from. A lot of people talk about their most creative ideas and and um, motivation, inspiration coming while they're in the shower. You know, when you're not really doing anything or thinking about anything business related, that's when a lot of times the inspiration, the ideas come. So taking time for yourself out is really important. Allow yourself to just stay inspired and allow life to inspire you. Allow your creativity to kind of take shape and form. And in different ways, you'll find out how you get inspired or what things inspire you. And you'll be really surprised. You might even be surprised yourself. Some of the things that you find inspiration in. And then taking the time to actually reflect is important because I feel like it gives you that chance to really sit back and just reevaluate everything, your decisions, the people that you are doing business with, the direction you're taking the business, the problem that you're solving, the way you're solving that problem, the way you get customer feedback, the way you approach your customers, the way you position your brand, your market, maybe your pitch, the way you tell your story. All of these things only come when you allow yourself time to truly, truly reflect and be honest with yourself about where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. And so for me, those are five really important tips or strategies to keep in mind as you go on this entrepreneurship journey and really have to navigate all the emotional ups and downs that come with it because Let's be honest, every day is a challenge. Every day is a grind as an entrepreneur. And the only way to get through it is to truly keep going. And so I hope that you found something useful in this. You found something helpful. You know, reach out to me. Let me know how else you might deal with emotional roller coasters as an entrepreneur. You know, because I, I love hearing these stories, hear how people navigate these things, what people go through and how they deal with it. But that's all for this episode. So again, my name is Darian, y'all. Thanks for joining the Solo Founders Podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode.